Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Good morning. Well, it's good morning for me. Can I tell you something honestly, which is pretty much always actually, but every time I come on here, I always want to say sugar tits or sex kittens. I don't know why. I don't know where it comes from. I also insert sugar tits into a lot of songs, but sex kittens is just something that is, (laughs) I don't know why, always on the front of my brain when I start my podcast. And I'm always thinking, you know, someone out there is going to be very offended by this. But, you know, I mean, if it's 2021 and you're not offending someone, like, what are you even doing with your life, right? Okay, today let's talk about the five reasons why you aren't making the progress that you want. Five reasons why you aren't doing the things that you want. So if you want to be doing something, starting something, stopping something, and you find yourself beating your head against the wall thinking, what is wrong with me? Why can't I just do this? I know what to do but I can't seem to do it. Oh Lord, I hear that all the time, all the time. And I love that because I work with a lot of very, you know, successful, go-getter, high-achieving women that know what to do. The problem is, well, the problem is you. And I mean that with so much love. And the reason it's amazing news that the problem is you is because you can do something about you. And really, that's the only thing you can do anything about is your own thoughts, your own actions, and your own feelings, right? It all comes back to you, and that is the best news. So I want to share with you the five ways that I see women, clients, people get stuck the most frequently. We're going to cover those five main ones. And I'd be curious to know which one really sticks out for you. Which one, as I'm going through these, do you hear me and you think, damn, that's me. That is me. And as you're listening to this, if you are tired of just as I often say, cock blocking your own happiness and success. You're tired of, you know, getting in your own way of the growth and the success that you want. I want to invite you to apply for coaching with me. I have a couple spots opening up in July. If you are interested in that, uh, go to my Instagram bio. You can grab a call there. You can also message me or email me. So let's dig in. Number one, You are spending way more time focusing on what you don't want rather than what you do. So think about what it is in your life that you do want. Maybe it is to uh, eat healthier. Maybe it's to exercise more. Maybe it's to be less angry. Maybe it is to, um, I don't know, whatever your own goal is. 
think back to the last day or two and in relationship to that goal, how much of your day did you spend thinking about yourself as if you've already accomplished it or as if you were already like basking in the success of it and and how great it's going to feel and what you're going to do and all the amazing things from it? Or did you spend most of the time thinking, oh shit, I'm never going to get to do this. I'm never, this is never going to work for me. I'm never going to be able to, if it doesn't, I'm going to, it pretty much always, at least in my head is I'm just going to die alone and everyone's going to hate me. (laughs) That's like where I go. So think back to your, your last couple of days. What has your headspace been? Have you been in the headspace of focusing on what you do want Or have you been focusing on what you don't want? I talked about this a little bit, no, the whole episode of the negativity bias. And that's what's going on here is that you are hardwired to do that. You do that to keep yourself safe, especially if it's a big goal, right? Especially if it's something, you know, bigger is, oh my God, I'm super terrified that if this doesn't work, I'm going to die. Like that's kind of what it feels like in your brain. And then you get locked into obsessing on it, just spinning and spinning and spinning on all the bad things that might happen. And the thing is, when you focus on those things, you're not eager to get out there and do stuff. You're not ready to show up and handle it. You're usually overcome by just such fear and just this like anxiety that you don't do anything. So focusing on what you don't want is the first way I see women not show up in the way that they really want is because they're focusing on what they don't want. The second way I see women not showing up in the way they want, not accomplishing the goals that they have, is you're not taking full responsibility. You are kind of taking responsibility. It's like, yeah, no, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but my boss, this, my partner, that, my coworker, this. I can't get this because of the bank. I can't get this because of the timing. I don't have enough hours. I don't have my, or my kids are going to do this. You are giving your power, your ownership, pushing your responsibility onto someone else. And this right here, this number two, is one of the biggest shifts I personally experienced was starting to take responsibility for my own shit. Anything I want, anything I want to do, any way I want to feel, anything I want to accomplish, Instead of putting it on someone else, I've swooped up full ownership. It's me. It's always me. So think to your life. Where are you wanting to do a thing, say a thing, live a certain way, but also following it up with, ugh, if they just did this. If my boss just didn't email me so much, if my partner just wasn't so lazy, if my kids just weren't so obnoxious. And this isn't to say 
you're not right. (laughs) Those things are very well likely going to be true. They probably are true, right? But in here's the thing, like our, all of our lives would be easier if, if we could just get rid of a lot of those things, people, people in particular, right? If they just weren't in my life, things would be easier, but it's not really true. And when we, when we say that, when we think that you have given that person all of your personal power, Ugh, if they just showed up a different way, then I'd be happy. No, You have got to take responsibility for that shit. You have got to start taking full ownership of how you want to feel, of what you want to do, and not put it on or be dependent upon someone else. The third way I see, and this is a really big one, is waiting to feel ready. Waiting to feel like you want to do it. (laughs) Okay, I hear this one a lot. You know, I just, I don't know. I just, I didn't do it. I just didn't want to. I just didn't, I just didn't go uh, to the gym because I didn't want to. I just didn't go clean out my closet because I just didn't feel like it. I just didn't say the thing to them that I've been really wanting to say because I just didn't feel ready. Okay, this is where there's kind of a, a, a balance here. I'm definitely not one of those coaches that is like, just do it hard anyway, no days off, push through all the pain, blah. Like, no thanks. I lived that way a long time, and I'm actually going to be talking about that um, in the next step. But there is a certain amount of discomfort that you, like, you just have to experience. And if you wait until you feel ready... You wait until you want to do the thing. You may be waiting, honestly, forever. So an example would be you already doing something that you don't want to be is probably paying bills. You, If you're like me, I hate it. I Every time I get a bill, I'm like, this is bullshit and I'm going to pay it. I don't want to. I don't think that they deserve this money or taxes. What a great one. I definitely think it's bullshit. I'm like, this is mine. (laughs) But I get my credit card and I pay them even though I deeply do not want to because I like the outcome of it greater than I like the repercussion of not doing it. You don't have to feel motivated, excited, pumped, jazzed to do the things. And I think that's a misconception right there. That's like a glitch in your brain is, is this belief that I I need, you need to feel ready to do it. And that's not true. The fastest way to feel ready to do something is to do it. I mean, we've all been there where we haven't wanted to work out and then we, you know, are walking for 10 minutes and all of a sudden we're like, you know what? This feels so good. I'm so glad I did this. Or we start, we don't want to do the dishes and then 10 minutes later, like literally 10 minutes later, right? We spend five hours dreading doing the task and then 10 minutes later it's done. (laughs) I could have just avoided the 10 hours of dread to begin with, but you don't want to do the dishes and then you start and then you look at the after and you're like, oh, 
I'm so glad I did these dishes. I also have been thinking about this with a stupid UPS package in the back of my car. <laughs> it's been in the back of my car and I keep thinking like, I'm going to do it. Yeah, I just, I just don't feel like doing it. I just don't really want to drive up there. I just don't. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> and then I just went up and did it. I was just like, this is dumb. Renee, go and it was a it was a prepaid label. So I just had to drop it off. I didn't really have to talk to anyone. I just dropped it off. And so I finally just said to myself, you're just going to go do it. It's something that I tell my clients all of the time is take the negotiation off the table. Because if every single time you negotiate back and forth, well, maybe I will, maybe I won't. It's just, it's a waste of energy and it makes you feel more indecisive. It makes you feel less consistent and just ultimately doesn't serve you. So don't wait to feel ready because that day may never come. Okay, the fourth one I said was going to kind of piggyback off what I was saying about how I'm not like a push hard, do the things all the time is because, and this is true for most of the women that I work with, is you get shit done. I have zero doubt. You, like everyone that I work with has such an amazing work ethic. They have climbed the ladder within their careers. They are go-getters. They are ambitious. Like, um, like if I knew them in real life, I would totally want to be their friends. I love them. One of my clients is doing this 45 mile backpacking solo hike through the mountains and just so amazing, like amazing. So I know that all of you are able to do hard things and to push through a lot of the mental blocks. Unfortunately, and this is where I'm different from a lot of other coaches is that I lived that way too, and it worked until it didn't work. And that is when like my binge eating, my drinking, my self-sabotage, my overthinking, all of those really just uncomfortable things that we do as humans started to sprout and grow and get massive, is because I stopped listening to myself. I was like constantly running in the red, constantly pushing through no matter what, that it eventually started working against me. And this is the thing is you believe it should hurt. You believe it should be hard. There is a thing in your brain that says, if this doesn't hurt, if I'm not pushing, if I'm not extending a ton of energy, there's no way I could be doing this right. This is a deep seated belief I see in so many clients. And this is a big reason why women continue to struggle with food too, is like, oh, I just, there's no way in hell I could actually just know what to eat and eat it and stop when I'm full. You believe it needs to be like perfectly calculated, weighed and measured. You need to do this time at this window and blah, 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 blah. Like all of this energy and just thought that needs to go into it. And it's just not true. Like you can ask any of my clients, eating gets a hundred times easier and they think about it less. So what is it in your life that you are believing it needs to be hard? Getting the promotion. Uh, Having a happy and successful relationship. Ending the war with food and body. Exercise. um, Hitting an income goal. 
eating in a way that feels better to your body? Where are you getting stuck on, on resisting letting it be easy? There's that lack of trust with yourself. I just don't believe that I could be good enough as is. I'm sure I must be missing something. There's no way people could just like me as is. Not true. And that's where it prevents you from getting exactly what you want is because in your brain, you're like, well, I need to change this, 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 and then I'll be okay. Then I'll be able to get the promotion, make the money, do the things that I really want. Not true. It doesn't have to be hard. The fifth and final thing that I see preventing women from making the progress and doing the things and just ultimately having the life that they actually want is comparing yourself to others or to who you used to be. Comparing yourself to others or who you used to be. You're looking to others for how you should be living life. You're looking to others for how your relationships should be. You're looking to others for how you should eat and exercise, how you should run your business, how you should live your life. Or you're looking at how you used to be. I used to be so motivated. I used to be so healthy. I used to be so structured. I used to be so outgoing. I, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. This is a huge difference between therapy and coaching is therapy often like really digs back into the past and rehashes a lot of that. And while that is important in in coaching and, and the work that I do, of course, it has built up a lot of the reasons behind why you do and don't do things, right? Exactly like this is you're going to your past to try and find answers for your present and future, You are not going to get the directions from your past for your future, but you're consulting your past for the directions right now today, or you're consulting them, they, whoever they are. A lot of them are just figments of our imagination and it's, it's preventing you from doing what's real, true, and authentic to you, to your truest deepest desires. And a lot of that comes back to that body trust, mind, body, trust. Again, a lot of you are such go-getters and hustlers. It's just like your brain is on one planet and your body is on the other. You're like, fuck you, body. Suck it up. We're going to push through. We're going to do this. Even though every part of you is like, no, 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 no. This is not a good idea. And then a lot of that people pleasing, what will they think? All of that stuff comes up too. So when you compare yourself to others or to who you used to be, it completely throws you off track from who you are today and who you want to be moving forward. So this was a little bit more of a tough love episode, which personally I kind of love. (laughs) love it. You know why? Because I love getting that coaching. 
I love getting coaching that isn't mean because I've definitely had that too and and I don't respond well to that and there are some people out there that do. I immediately kind of think of David Goggins. Like he's someone that I think is amazing and I just don't like I I like to watch from a distance. But also I don't want this, you know, mothery nurturing like Oh, every it's fine. You're it's you're great. You're wonderful. We all love you all the time. Everything's great. It's like that middle of like be hard when when we need to be, but don't be mean, but still out of love and encouragement. So that tough love is something that I have personally found to be very helpful and and a way that I try and um, approach my clients. Obviously, it's a little bit different, but for each client. But this these were my five main tips for reasons why you're probably not making the progress and showing up in the way that you actually want. So I'm going to do a quick little recap. Focusing on what you don't want. Two is not taking full responsibility. Three, believing you need to feel ready. Four, you believe it should be hard or you refuse to let it be easy. Five, comparing yourself to others or a past version of you. So I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear which one you really connected with in this. And maybe it's all five. And if it's all five, hey, I get that too. So be sure to take a screenshot, upload this to Instagram, and I can reshare it and then just get to connect with you and hear what one you clicked with the most. And again, if you are interested in working together, I have two spots opening up in July and you can find a link in my Instagram bio to grab a consult call or you can just message me on Instagram or Facebook. All right. Have a great week. I will see you all soon. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.